Salaries and workplace trends have been some of the biggest concerns for employees since the pandemic began two years ago. From temporary furloughs to salary cuts and working from home, it's been a difficult experience for many people around the world. However, the jobs market in the UAE will continue to recover in 2022 as business confidence and hiring activity return to pre-coronavirus levels. A number of specialist recruitment agencies in the UAE are also forecasting that our take-home pay could rise as much as 5% this year. But what other benefits can we look forward to? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is Grace Eldridge, business manager at recruitment specialist Hayes Middle East, who's here to talk about this year's salary trends in the UAE. Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favorite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Grace. Thanks, Felicity. So in your latest Hayes salary report for 2022, you're forecasting an average salary rise of 5% this year in the UAE. Is this across the board or will certain sectors see potentially a bigger rise? And if so, what would those sectors be? So we're predicting a rise of up to 5%, so anywhere between 1% and 5%, and that is across the board. Um, so the confidence has grown in the market across all sectors. Um, many businesses did also freeze pay increases during the pandemic, and 2022 has really marked the turning point where business activity and staffing budgets are back to and beyond pre-pandemic levels, and therefore in employees have the opportunity to benefit from this with pay rises. Now, that being said, we don't expect all employees to receive a pay increase. So pay rises are rarely offered on a company-wide basis. It's, It's typically individually determined. And they're usually as a result of somebody either starting a new job with a new company or individual performance related pay rises. So we're expecting that to be the same again this year. We think that, you know, there'll be a general uplift across all sectors, but it will not necessarily be experienced by all professionals. So based on the annual salary trends that have come out of our most recent guide, we'd expect that up to 50% of the employment market in the UAE would receive a pay rise in 2022. Okay, that's interesting. You said that, you know, there's been a pickup in hiring and also salary budgets for this year, sort of returning to pre-pandemic levels. Does it also signal a return to bonuses? And If it does, what would they typically be based on? Yeah, so much like pay rises, we would expect there to be a higher proportion of bonuses paid out this year, especially in comparison to the last two years as business revenues grow. But again, much the same, it's not necessarily going to apply to all working professionals within the region. It's really difficult. It's a question we get asked a lot, and it's very difficult to generalize exactly how much of a bonus people who receive one can expect. There are multiple factors to consider. So you've got length of service, the size of the organization, um, individual team and company performances, growth targets, industry, etc. So the areas that we see bonuses most commonly paid would be senior management up to the C-suite level. 
And then also, I guess, probably stating the obvious here, but commission plays roles. So um, the sales profession, for example, on a C-suite level, as an example of this, bonuses really do vary by individual, but typically they would include one month salary as a minimum. And it will always be put in place as part of an offer process. So it will be established before the individual starts in their new role. Okay. So not everybody will see a bonus, um, which is a bit sad, really, when you think about it after what uh, everybody has experienced over the past couple of years and adjusting to new ways of working, I guess you could say. But that brings me to my next question, which is what other trends in benefits are you seeing for this year? What are employees asking for and what are employers giving? And also, are they on the same page or is there a gap? kind of in the expectations that, you know, as an employee, I want, for example, more flexible working. But as an employer, I'm like, no, 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 I, I want you in the office or instead I'll offer you something, you know, in terms of health or well-being or something like that. Yeah, it's an interesting question. And um, there's actually been a little bit of a shift this year with our salary survey and, and the findings that we've got. So firstly, child education allowances are on the top of the wish list when it comes to benefits. So 34% stated that this was the most significant when somebody's considering a new employer. And our survey found exactly that. So 34% of organisations in the region provide some sort of child education allowance. Now, again, these allowances will vary by company and by individual. So, for example, it can go from complete cover for all children to a capped amount per child to an annual lump sum. The most generous, again, is is reserved for those in the most senior C-suite roles. You mentioned flexible working, and I think it's probably going to be no surprise that is certainly growing in precedence. So particularly since the onset of the pandemic, when many organisations had to adapt almost overnight to remote working, uh, we've really seen the working from home options where the job allows are now to be expected as standard by a growing number of employees in the region. But on the flip side of that, it's something that only 52% of employers offer. So that is this year and moving forward now, I think in, in the world of work in general, it's something that employers are really going to have to consider when it comes to putting in place their benefits. And finally, and actually interestingly, job security now appears to be relatively less significant than in prior years. So Stability of employment is not to be overlooked, but professionals are more intent on their pay and benefits and the overall organisation culture in terms of flexible working when it comes to assessing what's the most important to them. Why do you think that stability has lessened in importance for employees? There's probably a couple of reasons, I guess. The first one, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's lessened in importance. It's just been overtaken. So flexible working, for example, in prior years has been lower down the list. Whereas now, obviously, I guess you get a taste for it, right? Working from home, having that more flexible 
approach to your work-life balance. So I think it's a case of not necessarily being less important, but maybe less significant. And then the other thing is that when there's been a period of change in a market, and this is global, you know, it's, it's not just the UAE, but especially within the UAE, there's maybe a degree of acceptance and there has been a lot of nervousness over the last couple of years around job security. And so I think perhaps it's more of a, okay, that's obviously a nice to have, but maybe it's less expected than it has been in the past. Okay, that's interesting. I'm also wondering what the most in-demand sectors are in 2022 in the UAE. And in those sectors, are the salaries typically higher as well? Yeah, so salaries paid are, of course, based on the demand and supply of talent. So if you look by different professions, technology continues to be the most in demand at this moment in time, particularly roles relating to data science, product development, software development, cybersecurity, and professionals who are experienced in these areas who are typically limited in supply are therefore paid accordingly. Now, more generally speaking, the most in-demand candidates in the UAE job market are probably at that mid to senior level. So, you know, employees who have years of experience in both the local and international markets, as well as industry relevant qualifications. So demand for senior level candidates has been even more inflated following the pandemic, as many employers have gone through a period of restructure. Um, And they're now actively hiring senior leaders who've got the skills and the expertise that will achieve the business growth objectives. What is the competition like for these in-demand sectors like technology? Are employers doing anything different to retain and attract talent? There's a huge competition in the market at the moment for top experienced and skilled talent across all industries. So from an employee perspective, salary and career development remain the top two factors in attracting them to organisations. Of the 56 professionals who took part in our salary survey and anticipate moving to a new job in 2022, salary is the number one reason why. We've seen employers adapt their offerings in terms of flexible working options, as I mentioned earlier, therefore offering more work from home opportunities. And in some instances, we're also seeing employers hire remotely, enabling them to work from their home countries outside of the UAE. And that really helps to attract and retain talent. It's not, however, and I will caveat, it's not the norm where it's possible. I think the preference is to to be based in the UAE. So, Grace, I think it's interesting that some companies in the UAE are looking at expanding their talent pools by looking outside and hiring people to work from their home countries. Do you think that we'll see more of that this year? Yeah, I do. I think that there are certain professions where that lends itself to more easily than others. So, for example, and going back to the technology industry, that's probably where the largest proportion of those people who are working remotely will come from. And that's tapping into overseas skills, right? And different people from different parts of the world. For example, though, if we look at the sales industry, that's not going to work as well working remotely because obviously there's an element of face-to-face that comes into that and building relationships. So I think the world 
of work and the world in general is more agile. And so I do think that there will continue to be an increase in remote working. But I think ultimately, the clients that we work with, certainly the preference would typically be to be based here. Absolutely. And um, what do you think are the most in-demand soft skills for 2022? I mean, they seem to be evolving as well with this remote um, working trend. There's probably three main soft skills in demand, and and that would be adaptability, communication and problem solving. These have been very much highlighted as a result of the pandemic. If I touch on adaptability there, first of all, so it's the ability to accept and adapt to change, which is vital. The world of work is constantly changing. It's likely to accelerate even more so with the evolution of technology. Consumer needs are changing and and expectations are changing as well. And therefore, organisations are needing to shift their entire business model. As a result of this, jobs are changing. So whether that's organisational, technological or skills based, the jobs that we do and the way that we do them is changing and will continue to change again and again. And with all of these unknowns and all of the change that's happening, employers will increasingly look for people who can move out of their comfort zone and see change as an opportunity for growth and innovation. The second one that I mentioned was communication. And I think whilst it may speak for itself, strong communication skills allow you to understand others and to be understood yourself, especially when it comes to reaching a successful outcome for all relevant stakeholders. So, for example, strong communicators, they know their audience. They can stick to the point. They use clear and concise language and they'll always come across as empathetic. They're aware of how their body language can convey their message. And perhaps most crucially, they're active listeners. So someone who has strong communication skills will take on board the perspective of others. And it leads into problem solving as well, which was the third that I mentioned. So in the constantly evolving and fast paced world of work, Knowing how to determine the best possible solution to new and complex problems is going to ensure that you can always come to a successful outcome. So with no shortage of problems at work on a daily basis, uh, strong problem solving skills are going to ensure that you can understand and therefore solve challenges that come up. So there's no doubt that hiring activity in the UAE has picked up over the past few months. Will this trend continue throughout 2022 and beyond? The forecast for hiring is very positive. All indicators are suggesting the demand is going to be constant throughout this year and beyond. So 73% of employers in our recent salary survey said that they plan to increase headcount in 2022. And a large proportion of these are yet to get started. On top of that, the UAE continues to be a very attractive location to do business. Foreign direct investment is also on the up. So from the ambitions to be a leading economy of the future to the plans for becoming more of a knowledge-based economy, as well as the tourism strategy to be the most visited city in the world, there's quite literally a world of possibilities for business here. Thank you this week to Grace Eldridge of Hayes Middle East. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pf@thenational.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates. And also leave us a review so we know what you think. 
This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan, and I've been your host, Felicity Glover. <laughs>